0: i How's everyone doing? Happy Friday. Little Kings of Leon, a little black thumbnail. Don't leave no smell on me. Interesting course. Don't leave no smell on me. Don't leave no smell on me. Man, Kings of Leon were so good. They put out new stuff. Stop keeping track. Happy Friday. You know, I went off uh I went off list. Producer Luke. Might be like, what the hell? Let's see who the band was supposed to be. Supposed to be Lumineers today, but um, uh, it's Friday. Wanted to play something a little more upbeat. Love the Lumineers. Probably would have played uh, Sleep on the Floor, live version. But I wanted something a little more upbeat. So I went with uh, Kings of Leon, Black Thumbnail, great album. At the turn of summer, I would listen to this album on, uh, like, if I drive down the shore with summer, with the windows down, and it's starting to feel like summer. For some reason, I think maybe I discovered this album in the summer by uh, because of the times by Kings of Leon, just good shit. Anyway, um, yeah, and the Periscope chat, Kyle says this is for you anyway. Play what you want. It's a great reminder. Welcome to The Morning Show. My name is Jimmy. Nickname uh, uh, is John Boy, And this is The Morning Show. We talk about some music. We talk about uh, a town, a random town in America, because I like geography, and I like learning about small towns in America. We talk about a baseball player, because I like baseball. We talk about books, because I like books. Tweeter drank beer, because tweeter drinks beers, and Billy Bob cried. Well, because Billy is a bit of a crier. How good is the final scene of Varsity Blues? So good. Twitter drank beer. Twitter drinks beer. <laughs> it's great. All right. Uh, how's everyone doing? I have the, uh, the Facebook Live up for the first time. I've never had the comments up, but sometimes I go back and check to see what people said on the Facebook Live. And what I've liked is, uh, no one did it today. On the past couple Facebook lives, people chime in and they say morning from and just the places people are coming from and different countries and shit is awesome. Wild blows me away. It's like when we started doing talking yanks and we get voicemails from we got voicemail from like India and Puerto Rico and stuff like that. It's like, holy smokes, the Internet's powerful that uh, you can just. Be a guy that starts a podcast in his girlfriend's parents' house as a hobby because he has no one else to talk to about the Yankees, and now it's people tuning in from all over. It's absolutely wild. I love it. So what's up? I got three I got three chats up. We got the YouTube chat, the Facebook chat, the Periscope chat. Um, I'm going to do my thing, but you guys know I like looking at the chat every now and then and, and interacting. Morning from Berkeley. Perfect. Anyway, it's Friday. It was another kind of weird week for me at least, content-wise. We have a big day ahead of ourselves again, and then next week should uh, bounce out a little bit. But here is what's coming out today, and I did not double-check this. Whoa, it's still on that RGB. Did you see the transition there? People that just listened to the podcast didn't. I did that because it was fun, but I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that Look, the RGB. I don't think I like that. I'm just going to go back to the regular old it comes on screen. Ready? Or you guys think I should do fun shit like the RGB transition? Anyway, man, I know that uh, it's it's my own company and they're my own podcast. So, you know, you, you'd be like, obviously, you're going to hype up your own shit. I'd like I'd like to let you know that uh, I'm usually pretty honest with everything. Today's talking Baseball, I think, is a must listen if you're into baseball. If you're in a downer, bad mood, I think today's talking baseball is a must listen. We had Cole Tucker on. He made his debut for the Pirates last year. Um, primed to be a young stud, shortstop for the Pirates, and maybe the biggest ray of sunshine that you could talk to. Just incredibly chill, incredibly kind, incredibly energetic, and happy. Uh, so if you need a pick-me-up, go listen to that. If you're a baseball fan, I mean, you know, we got visuals of – of his apartment, uh, condo area. And it's basically just all baseball players. Bellinger's there. Glass there. Um, Kingery's there and they're all friends and they basically need a reality TV show. Cause they all live in this, uh, condo together. And I don't know. It's really good. Cole's awesome. Um, it was fun and lighthearted. So if you need that on a Friday, it's great. If you're a Yankees fan, which is uh, the start of our fan base, the Talking Yanks today is just as good for you. Jack Curry joined us, uh, consummate professional, super nice guy, very very friendly and nice to us. And we just kind of did, uh, you know, reminiscing through Yankees past and, and the dynasty days, and because he covered all of it. And uh, we talked about, you know, Jeter and and documentaries coming out, and and the vibe in the clubhouse, and El Duque and Posada fighting, and Chad Curtis and Jeter fighting, and the behind-the-scenes of the dynasty. So go uh, Talking Yanks if you're a Yankees fan. I would also say it's really, really good. Talking Giants, I wish I could brag the same way. I don't know what they talked about today. Uh, was my phone? And then Talking Folk has a what are you listening to out today? And I uh, Nick told me there's another history lesson in there about music. The last one was pretty cool. Let's see if I can read the description. Talking Folk, what we're listening today. <clears throat> Fearless Flyers, Eric Clapton and B.B. King, Rolling and Tumblin', that'd be a good Friday song. Hey, Producer Luke, if you listen to this, Rolling and Tumblin', can we make that a Friday song at one point? Uh, <clears throat> and the bonus history lesson is on Rolling and Tumblin'. Okay, cool. And then they they did play a song called Christian Lee Hudson, which I was going to mention on here as well. Ah, oh, shit, is the internet going bad again? God damn it. Looks like it's going choppy. But it's back to green, whatever. Uh, as always, if the internet's bad on the live show, we are we uh, we post the audio unscathed to the podcast app at all times. But Christian Lee Hust- Huston, Hudson, Houston, Christian Lee Houston. I don't know how to say his name. He's got a new album out, and if uh, if you don't want like Friday pick me up energy song, and you, you like slower songs and and being in your feelings. Then go check out Christian Lee Hudson. I mean, <clears throat> that's what I'm going to be listening to all day. It's a uh, it's kind of a little bright eye sound, a little Elliot Smith sound, Christian Lee. But uh, the songwriting is so good. I'm a big fan. I think I'm going to hop on Talking Folk and talk with Nick all about it. Like he released a song called Northsiders a, a year ago. This is the sound to it. It's uh had any part We're going up to Mikey's spot Very slow Covering important ground I tried cocaine at my cousin's house Yeah, I'm probably addicted now The things that children lie about So anyway, I mean, I'm addicted to that shit, that song right now. That song is called Northsiders, and it's all about, you know, how how naive and pretentious and dumb people we are when we're teenagers but how awesome it is he's like uh that line was like tried cocaine at my cousin's house i'm probably addicted now the lies we tell our friends about so it's like you know yeah i'm addicted tried it once i'm, I'm probably hooked uh i didn't plan on doing all that but anyway what else uh john boy and jake tv oh dude we did threes a crowd last week and we immediately had to run it back anyone that watched it knows it was insane uh it was the worst game show ever the producer actually got fired from Hollywood they canceled that show and then three other of his shows and he had to go into hiding because the public backlash was so bad from these episodes of Three's a crowd from 1979 so we did another one it's not as crazy as the first one but it's still just nuts and then watching baseball is the 2013 tiebreaker game between the Rangers and the Rays when David Price went complete game on the Rangers that was pretty fun too so that's everything that's coming out on John Boy Media Day Fridays are always a big day thank you for Listening and let's move on to the weather. In Agnes, Oregon. Alex Ow said uh told Michael Watson to shut up in the chat. So now you've got my uh oh Michael Watson is in the chat throwing out hate. It's Friday, Michael. Don't care about your stupid hate. Don't care about uh I just appreciate you being in here, Michael. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Just another number. Uh, you know, that's awesome. So thanks. Anyway, uh, Agnes, Oregon. You're not going to put me in a bad mood because Friday and that new album came out, super excited about. Grant, I'm going to rewatch that. We got another interview coming up. And fucking Cole Tucker was the most best interview ever. And I'm just going to listen to that. It's going to make me happy all the time. Anyway, um, Agnes, Oregon's a weird town, guys. And let's put on our serious faces and really talk about this because it's weird. And I just want you guys to know. I'll show you a map of Agnes, Oregon. Let's see, what were the quick notes I wrote down? Agnes, the Agnes Post Office was established in 1897. It was named after Agnes, the daughter of the first postmaster, but they spelled the name wrong and uh, they put two S's instead of just one S. The current population of Agnes, Oregon is seven. Seven permanent residents. The remaining population, the seven dudes, is entirely made up of widowers who are all Native American men over the age of 75. So just seven Native American men who lost their wives live in this town. And it's like an awesome town, but it's so small. There's an RV park <clears throat> I didn't really get it at first. I did a lot of research on this, and by that, I Googled Agnes. Uh, like, look, this is it, okay? There's two rivers. <clears throat> the Illinois, got stuck in, stuck in my throat. We we recorded with Jack Flaherty last night, and for like 20 minutes, I had something stuck in my throat. It's pissing me off. There's two rivers, right? The Illinois River and the Rogue River. Couldn't think of a different name. All rivers are rogue, right? And it's... Unless it's like a canal or planned river. Majority of rivers are rogue, I think. But okay, rogue river. There's an RV park. So I was like, maybe the RV park is just where the seven people in a town live. But no, that's not the case because there's some badass houses in this town. And the census was cracking me up. So we have the census here and it says there's, you know, population seven medium income, 31 grand, medium home price, 310 grand. But like, you know, there's only seven guys that we're basing all this numbers off of. The one guy could be such a big outlier. He could be dragging up the whole town's medium income. And then they have two houses for sale. And I was looking at them and they're so crazy. Look at this house. If anyone wants to move to Agnes, Oregon, I don't know if you have to have a wife who has passed away and you have to be 75 and and, uh, native American. But if you fit the criteria and you want to live by the river uh, away from everywhere, I mean, Agnes, Oregon hit it up. Look at this shit. Beautiful. I mean, they could have probably found a better, better picture of the river. Maybe wait for high tide for this to all be like, you know, flowing and big gated community. I was blown away. When I heard seven people live in a town, I was not thinking they were going to be huge mansions. But then again, like, oh, look at that fucking view right there. Let's go, uh, hey, if, you, if one of your uncles is one of the seven guys that lives in Agnes, Oregon, tell them to hit me up. I want to know what it's all about. Like, do they have game night? Look at that old ass telephone. Do the seven dudes have game night or do they not like each other at all? Those are the two options. Either all seven have a game night. Look at this house. This is another one for the market. Of course, there's a wooden carving of a, an eagle. <clears throat> oh, that's the plot of land. Damn. Oh, okay. So, wow. Imagine that. This is like having a boardwalk property uh, down the shore. Like You get to see tourists and the, the day trippers just float on down the river nonstop. Just wave to them, honk, put up a sign, watch the activity on the river. Look at this house. It's a cool house. I'm just saying, this is, these aren't the houses I expected. I went on the, a big rabbit hole. So welcome to my rabbit hole. Radiant home, Agnes, Oregon. Hot tub, oh, hot tub outside with a view of the river. I mean, how come, are these are these old dudes living it up? A lot of wood. This dude chops a lot of wood. So this guy's, is this the same house? This is a back house? Whoa. Whoa, look at that shower. Is that a face? Is that a face in the shower? Okay, the podcast listeners absolutely hate this. There's no visuals. But was, is that a face right there? That's kind of weird. Crazy shower probably nice and cold another okay so this is where this is the guest house when he doesn't like you wait what is that actually a guest house one two three windows door one two three windows what so i'm looking at basically a hunting shack but then on the inside of it it looks like there's a bed and it's finished what's that about who sleeps there I got to get, they got to get me to Agnes, Oregon. Can someone write a magazine article on the seven men of Agnes and their poker games and everything? Pretty curious about the community they've built there. Do they allow others in? Uh, Did they even say the weather? It's 59 degrees. There's some clouds in the sky. And life's good in Agnes. You know, I think you go there depressed. And then you take in the river and the trees and you hang out with the other Witterers and it's, uh, it's just a grand time. I think everyone in Agnes is having a blast and I am uh, incredibly jealous of them. That's Agnes, Oregon. And that's all I had to say about that. Our random baseball player of the day is Klyce Dudley. That looks nice. Caitlin just walked into the room and she's wearing a nice summer dress. Oh, they can't see you, but I can. She's all dolled up. Looks nice. Anyway. What? That's why you're in a dress? Update. She sat on a bench with a bunch of big ants. Ants or bees? Both. both. Ants and bees. Why'd you sit there? Oh, okay. All right. Well, very nice dress. Anyway, uh, Kleiss Dudley. He's a pitcher, and as my witty-as-hell title says, his last game was an absolute dud. We can go right into the, to the last game, and then I want to I go down another rabbit hole, baseball rabbit hole. Kleiss Dudley, his last game. I mean, it's pretty brutal, guys. I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be fun for relatives of Kleiss to hear about his last game um it took place in 1933 as you can see and it, he got one out six hits five earned runs with for a ERA of a 135 so his ERA in 1933 was 135 he pitched 0.1 innings and let's go to the game log pitching game logs 1933 September 15th for the Boston Braves. Well, he's playing against the Boston Braves, Pittsburgh Pirates. Playing for Pittsburgh against the Braves. Ooh, let's do a nickname check. We haven't done a nickname check in a long time. We got Joe Pinky. That's probably a nickname, right? Gotta be. Pinky. Real name, Arthur Carter Whitney. And his name was Pinky Whitney. Well, I gotta find out. Why is his name Pinky? Pinky Whitney is the greatest third baseman in baseball, said Grover Cleveland Alexander. How about that? The president says it. But also, how many games is the president watching, dude? They're not really on TV. You probably have a bad sense. Probably saw one Pinky Whitney game. Remember the name because it was Pinky, and then you're like, hey, the he's the best. I don't trust Grover Cleveland Alexander, the scout. I don't trust him. That's just me. You know, you guys can uh whitney's nickname is spelled pinky pinky and pinky in newspaper articles of the 1920s 1930s whitney spelled it pinky with an ey the author thanks melinda martin uh, just tell me why he got his name you know that's what i want to know so there's three different ways you can spell it and it says the best all-around star infield is infield is Arthur Whitney called Pinky for the boyish mildness which he does not possess Whitey wears his cap low over a pair of black eyes and carries his underslug chin thrust what the fuck is this description hold on I'll put it on the screen better for you guys and then you're gonna have to help me figure this one out Arthur Whitney was called Pinky for the boyish mildness, which he does not possess. So I, how do you get a nickname for something you don't possess? Like, you know, if they called me uh fucking boomerang Jimmy, and then they were like, yeah, we call him boomerang Jimmy because he never has a boomerang. It's like, wait, hold on. You can call anyone that. Whitney wears his cap low over a pair of piercing black eyes, and carries his underslung chin thrust outward like a light heavyweight word I'm going to mispronounce and someone in the comments will correct me. Pugilist? Pugilist? He is a good hitter and a bear at bat with men on bases, and there are few better third basemen anywhere than Pinky Whitney. I have no idea why they called this dude Pinky. For the boyish mildness he did not possess. So, like, they called badass people Pinky? Someone said, like, calling a big dude Tiny, but I didn't know Pinky was a word for being a badass. I'm all sorts of confused. Anyway, it counts as a nickname, and I'll just backtrack out of it. And John Pinky Wally Burger Wallace. Walter, Walter, doesn't count in my nickname list. Randy Moore, Buck Jordan. Buck's real name was Baxter Byerly. So we'll count that as a nickname. Buck Walters a nickname because he used to walk around the clubhouse. Buck Nude, Billy Urbanski, Rabbit. That's gotta be a nickname. Hall of Famer, Rabbit Moranville, Walter James Vincent. Hey, my name's James Vincent. How about that? Uh, why was he called rabbit? What a wormhole. I had another wormhole I was gonna go down and the nickname, the nickname, nickname. Learn how to talk, you pathetic idiot. The nickname rabbit hole always gets me. Hello, rabbit. Where do you get that rabbit stuff? She said, my little seven-year-old sister Skeeter named you that because you hop and bound around like one. Okay, so these parents named their k- children Margaret and Walter, and they're and they are now referred to as Rabbit and Skeeter. So that's a tough break. Sometimes things don't don't go the way you planned them. Woody, Freddie, Paul, oh, Pie Trainer, remember Pie, uh, Arky, Gus, Tommy, Pep, Tom. So many nicknames. This is the era of nicknames. The twenties and the thirties, just so many nicknames. Anyway. So Klyce, our dude Kleiss Dudley comes in. He doesn't know it's going to be the last game he ever pitches. He actually comes in. He replaces Hal Smith in the top of the third. And the first batter gets a single, Buck Jordan. But then the next batter gets a single. And then he does get a ground out, and there's already two outs, so he gets out of the inning, so not bad. He allowed uh, one run, but I don't think, it, was an, it wasn't an earned run. It wouldn't go on his record, so not a bad. But then they bring him back out for the top of the fourth, and this is where things get shitty for Kleis. Gives up a single. Then he tries to pick off that dude, Al Sparr off first base. Um, throws it away, and the dude gets the second. So now you've given up a single, and you've got an error on your, on your record. Next batter, Ed Brant, he gets a single. So now you've got um, first and second no outs. Joe Marry, he walks because now Kleiss is all in his head. You know, he's got the single, the error, the single. He's like, fuck. So he walks the next guy. Then our dude Pinky comes up. He lays down a bunt to third base and everyone's safe. So show me this bunt, you know, because uh, they had a out at third and out at second and an out at first. So in my in my dream of dreams, I think that was on Kleiss. I think the third baseman was staying at the bag to get the out at third, and Kleiss was supposed to track down this bunt, throw it first. I think he fucked up. They ruled it a hit. So I'm going to give him a little error there as well, but not in the rule book. Uh, and, then they, they, and then he gives up another single, and then they pull him from the game. Leon Chagnon comes in and uh, gives up a, hits a guy and then gives up a single. So terrible last game of his career for Kleist Dudley, brutal, brutal. Especially since I gave that bunt, I, I'm putting the blame on him with no facts um, or any, you know, reason. And that's just, you know, I'm gonna official score. Yesterday we took a home run away from uh, Lee Lacey, and today I'm taking, I'm um, given an error or whatever I just did. He looked like a nice guy though. Kleiss Dudley. His real name wasn't Kleiss. It was uh, LZ Kleiss Dudley, his middle name. They got some colored photos of him, which is kind of cool. Open image in new tab. And go here and ugh, slide the mouse up. There he is. He's peeking. I can only get it to slide up. and won't stay up, and I don't want to change it. There he is. There's Kleiss. Okay. Quit it, Jimmy. So... Uh, Klyce Dudley, last game was a dud. Badumcha. Klyce, Klyce Dudley, last game. Klyce Dudley's last game of his career was a dud. Nailed it. And that's all I had to say about that. The book of the day is a book I've already done, but I just wanted to grab it because I, I, you know, I was running late today and I didn't have one in mind. And I think on the Twitter account, we're going to start, uh, you know, we can start doing some polls. Uh, you know, you want a history book, you want a, a novel, you want poems, you want a short story, uh, some recommendations, like, you know, recommenda- so join the Twitter. We want to try and get more interactive. And also Instagram, too. Um, Producer Luke's been posting some clips, and, and we'll, we'll repost, you know, what we talked about on the day and, and stuff like that. And, yeah, I mean, I like interacting with the chat, so if anyone – anyone has recommendations or anything like that also thought maybe like i was like ha huh, should friday i just do like movie friday and we talk about a movie instead of a book and i was like well you know the fucking artwork of the show says baseball breakfast books so i think we gotta do books look at this drawing of bukowski here in this book i mean that tell me that dude doesn't belong in agnes oregon nah bukowski would have hated it he was a fucking la rat he liked people and being around people and also hated being around people all at the same time. He wanted to be surrounded by people he could complain about. Ain't that life for some people? That's life for a lot of people. They don't want to be alone, but they don't want to enjoy the company that they keep. It's a tough place to be. I think a lot of people fall into that category, and it sucks. Um, this book, though, it's like the super easiest of read. Bukowski kind of I go back and forth on I read all his novels when I was like in, in college or just out of college, I read all of his novels. I read a ton of his short stories. I mean, I've read a lot. Jesus Christ, there's a drawing of him having sex in this book. I don't remember that. That sucks. Anyway. Um, and then and then it became like, you know, people like make it out that you're douchey if you read Bukowski and you know, where they're like, oh, I bet he just reads Bukowski and he idolizes Bukowski and like, oh, what a pretentious book snob. And it's like, then I had a little, oh, is it? Is it not cool anymore to enjoy his work? Do people just want to like act like you're, you're like, you know, in this weird state of life or whatever, but then I was like, so fuck that. I enjoy it. So whatever. It is a little raunchy and a little crummy at times. And I think my, when I was younger, I, I I, I wouldn't say idolized it, but I, I thought, I thought of his lifestyle a different way, but now I really appreciate a lot of his viewpoints, but also completely understand. Like, I don't think anyone should live the way he lived. Um, but this, this book, it's called the captain is out to lunch and the sailors have taken over the ship. Great name. Uh, it's just kind of like journals. Like they're not poems, not stories. They're just kind of like two years of his life later in his life. And I wanted to see if there was one from today's date, you know, and be like, Hey, in this date, Bukowski was writing this, but looks like he didn't write in the summertime. So is it still May? It's May, right? Which is the fifth month? So this this diary or journal starts in August of ninety one, and it ends in February of ninety three. So let's see if there's anything from the summer of ninety two. Okay, we got August of ninety two. We got let's find August 8, eight 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 four three. Oh, so all we got is April. We'll do April April sixteenth uh i didn't i didn't uh underline anything and it looks like he's just talking about gambling at the racetrack bad day at the track on the drive-in i always mull over which system i'm going to use i must have six or seven and i certainly picked the wrong one still i will never lose my ass and mind at the track i read i remember a story about bukowski where he's like being paid to teach like an adjunct professor on literature and he just ends up teaching them all about the track and then a girl raises her hand and she says, "Well, why don't you do this at the track?" and then he like uses her system to gamble. I remember that being kind of funny. It looks boring. I read this whole book on a BART ride home from the city once, uh, kind of drunk after going to some event or some party with film school people. And I remember underlining a lot and being like, "I love this. This is the best." And then I haven't picked it up since. There's something that I underlined here. Now I can't find it. Now I can't find it. Oh, you motherfucker, Jimmy. I forgot all about the other thing I wanted to do with Kleis. All right, we're going back to Kleiss, and I'll pick that back up. Backtrack. Fun fact about Kleis. I got to take back the, uh, all I have to say about that because I have more to say about it. I jumped the gun. So Kleiss Dudley, check this shit out. Kleiss Dudley was a pitcher, but he homered on the first ever pitch he saw. He was the second player to ever homer on the first ever pitch that he saw, but he was the first pitcher to ever homer on the first ever pitch that he saw. And there's a full list. Wikipedia has a full list of players that homered on the first ever, in their first at bat. And there's a lot of people that do that. And I always say, if you're not swinging for your fences in your first ever debut at bat, like, come on, just do it. And we have, we have a lot of people recently, you know, like Aaron Judge and Tyler Austin both did it. They hit home runs on their first ever at bat. But I like the first pitch ever. So as we go down this list, uh, the, ha- uh, the pound sign, hashtag nowadays, is, means they homered on their first ever pitch, which I think is awesome. Walter Mueller was the first player to ever do it for the Pirates. Kleist Dudley did it. Um, let me look at the screen that you're looking at so I know. Eddie Morgan did it. Bill Lefevre did it. Uh, Clyde Vollmer did it. George Vico. We'll scroll down to like more recent fun names. Chuck Tanner did it. John Kennedy. What a name. John Kennedy played for the Washington Senators in 1962. Holy smokes. That's kind of funny, you know. Very political name, kind of a very political baseball team name, the Washington Senators, John Kennedy. It's the 60s. Crazy. I bet a lot of fans went to see the game and they saw him in the lineup and say, hey, is he related to? And then they're like, no, 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 just another name. But maybe he is related to, and I don't even know, and now I got to fucking click his name, find out about this dude. Damn, didn't want to. Too many rabbit holes on a Friday. Now I lost where I was. Okay, John Kennedy. John Kennedy was an American Major League Baseball third baseman, shortstop, and second baseman. He played for the 1962-1972 for the Washington Senators, Los Angeles, New York Yankees, Seattle Pilots, Milwaukee Brewers, and Boston Red Sox. Kennedy spent 12 years in the Major Leagues, hit a home run in his first Major League at-bat against Dick Stigman of the Minnesota Twins and garnered headlines because both his name and birthday, May 29th, were shared with the President of the United States at the time, John Kennedy. Hey, they have the same birthday. Wow, wow, we. All right, didn't know that guy existed. Back to the list of home run people. Buster Norum. Uh, okay, Bert Campanaris did it. Brant. All right, I just want to go into modern day names that we would know. Oh, Gary Gaetti did it. That's cool. Um, Will Clark. Didn't do it, but first at bat. Jay Bell. First pitch, first pitch. Esteban Yan. Marcus Timms, Yankees hitting coach right now. Kaz Matsui did it. Oh, man, the Mets were so hype on Kaz Matsui. That had to be even bigger hype. First pitch home run. Andy Phillips for the Yankees. I loved me some Andy Phillips. Little baby bomber. Um, First pitch homer. Good for you, Andy Phillips. Ooh, Waino for the Cardinals. Another pitcher did it. First pitch, Adam Wainwright hits a home run. First pitch. You see, if you're a pitcher, it's like you're going to get a fastball too. So, um, Daniel Nava. He's got three things next to his name. He's got the ampersand, the pound sign, and the asterisk. What do the other ones mean? Starling Marte did it. Eddie Rosario. Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras was the last player. What are all the other... Okay, so the ampersand is a Grand Slam, and the asterisk says the player is still active. So, Nava was a Grand Slam. Yeah, probably the coolest one. He's got the most. He's still active, Grand Slam, and all that. Anyway, that was the other rabbit hole I wanted to go down with Kleiss. And now, for real this time. And that's all I had to say about that. And we're back to bukowski and books and i'm just gonna find a random line i underlined and then i'll just read it and then i'll do q a Q&A with whatever questions you guys have and finish my coffee and then i'll take off this shirt and put on just a hoodie or something dressed up for you guys now nah, i'll probably leave it on we have another interview we're doing i'm on camera all day NBC reached MB, NBC reached out asking if uh i want to do audition <clears throat> the email said like hey um uh, would you like to audition to see how you uh, to see how well you are? You know what? Let me just find the damn email. Made me laugh, but it was very nice of them to reach out. So hey, NBC, thanks. Uh, maybe let me see. But the email made me laugh, and it made Katie laugh as well. Who helps me monitor my emails? Do 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 do. It was uh. I'm reaching out to see if you might be available to do an audition with us and get a feel for your comfort level in front of a camera. I'm wanting to be like, dude, I spend six hours a day in front of a camera every day. But yeah, that's something cool. But made me laugh. Are you comfortable in front of a camera? Yeah, dude. I put on shirts and uh, nice shirts and I wear shorts every day. Sit in front of a camera every day uh, for like three years now. This quote from Bukowski from this book is, there is nothing that teaches you more than regrouping after failure and moving on. Yet most people are stricken with fear. They fear failure so much that they fail. They are too conditioned, too used to being told what to do. It begins with the family, runs through school, and goes into the business world. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, if you want to connect that to baseball, you fail so much in baseball. These guys, these professional players, they fail so much. The game is the biggest bully, you know. You go one for four, and you have to understand that that is a good day at the plate. If you go one for four with a double, if you go one for four with a home run, it's a good day at the plate. Uh, and you kind of have to come to grips with the fact that, the, the, you know, it's like gambling. The, the game's going to win more than you do. And you hear these guys that say, like, you know, so this quote says, uh, yet most people are stricken with fear. They fear failure so much they fail. That's why these baseball players and, like, you know, what Plouffe does on sequence is say, hey, what at-bats do you re-watch to get yourself back into that cocky, confident, like, hey, I can fucking do this mindset? Because you got to trick yourself. you got to trick yourself nonstop. Build up confidence. goes into life, too. It's the whole depression thing. Just be fake happy until you're happy. Fake happy. Paramore, great song. She just released a solo album. Haven't listened to it. Haley, I haven't listened to that yet. The solo album. I don't know if I like it, but I love the song Fake Happy by Paramore. Love it. But I usually end the shows on the songs that I started it with, but I already clicked around. So we'll go back to... Black Thumbnail. It's queued up. Q&A. I'm going to look at all the chats and see what everyone's saying. Um... Okay, black eyes. My friend is in labor. Can I get a fave for her? I don't know what I can do, Mathaniel cereal to help your friend in labor, but I wish her luck and luck and that's awesome. Life changing, happy day for her. So congrats. Unless it's a him and your friend's some super science experiment. Congrats to him as well. Don't wanna, you know, don't wanna leave that out. Please do a breakdown of Joe West throwing two cameramen out of a game for showing a replay that proved he made the wrong call. Uh, yeah, sure. Put, um, under every single YouTube video, there's a request submission list. Um, producer Luke takes them from there, preps them, gives them to me. I make them. So um, right now as we're doing old ones, there's so many requests. We have like a hundred backed up and I'm trying to just slowly go through them and, and, that that honestly, like you know, everyone I could post a picture of uh, my carpet on Instagram, and I it, people would respond with a breakdown request, which is awesome. Glad you guys want want them and and see weird plays and think of me, but like we we go off that request list pretty much, pretty much strictly right now, unless I see something rare or or something like that. Um. When do you upload on Laughs from the Past? Laughs from the Past comes out every single Tuesday. We're actually recording a new episode of Laughs in 45 minutes. Uh, The schedule today is as follows. Record schedule. Record schedule today is. I am sitting at the counter and the waiter pours my coffee, but he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, there's someone coming in and I'm drinking all my coffee. Here's a schedule for today. I'll let you guys in onto the back end of our secret super Google sheet. Morning. Done. Red, laughs. We're recording an episode on Jesse James, and then we're recording watching baggage, and then we have an interview with Oscar Mercado. That's the schedule for today. Uh, but laughs gets posted every Tuesday, and we're actually going to start doing some like little laughs. This is breaking news for laughs from the past fans. Uh, we're going to start posting like little laughs, like like uh, <clears throat> not full episodes, like a little 20 minute, 10 minute, 15 minute little story uh, in between full episodes. So I'm kind of excited about that because there's some things that we run into. And we're like, damn, that'd be so funny to talk about. But I don't think we can do a full hour on it. I don't think it fits into a season. So uh, Noah and Luke who are producing last in the past. I've been finding t- like tons of great. Uh, so. What's your 1920s nickname? I John boy might fit. I don't know. Alexandre says, love Paramore. Yeah, I like, I don't like all of Paramore, by the way. We are Paramore. Why do we care about the weather in Agnes, Oregon? <laughs> 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 uh Hey, Jimmy, why do you have such a beautiful voice? Oh, no, I never really got that until... Well I was dumb. I was going to say, I never... I never Never got that until I started talking into a mic, but like, do people talk to people on the street and say you have a golden golden voice, dude? That was the, the homeless guy asking for money on the side of the road. He did. I don't know. I never, I don't, I don't think I have a great voice. You know what a good voice? Dale Scott, the umpire we had. He got a great voice. Um, coffee, team creamer or no creamer? No creamer. I just go black. I didn't like coffee until I needed to start drinking it as an adult, like post-college. And I figured, all right, I need to acquire this taste because coffee needs to be in my life to get me awake for this job and this commute and all that. And if I need to acquire the taste, I'm not going to acquire a taste full of sugar and bad stuff. I'm just going to acquire the taste for black coffee. So for like a month, I just suffered and, and sucked down black coffee. And now I like black coffee. I don't like, but I don't like sweet stuff anyway. So I just like, you know, a little bit of candy. Um, these these shows really help the time fly at the hospital. Thanks so much. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jose. For whatever you're doing at the hospital, I'm sure it's very helpful in a time like this. So, I uh, appreciate that. Check out the clip after the stream. What clip? Abe, Abe's always in here. So, I'll read what you're saying, Abe. I appreciate it, but I don't know what you're referencing right there. Um, did you ever read Pulp by Bukowski? Yeah, I have uh <clears throat> I can see it right there. It's red. I read all of Bukowski's novels. Um, I think there's like eight of them, right? I read all of them. I don't, was Pulp his last last one? Was Pulp the one like right before he died? Bukowski novels. I think it was, right? Because that one sucks. Yeah, it was. Pulp's the the like sci-fi detective one. Not a fan of Pulp. I read it though, but I was like, this sucks um by boomerang jimmy it's good you're no senator senator we need to make you're no senator shirts that's a a joke from uh last from the past civil war if you have any lines or sayings from last from the past we've been wanting to make some merch um because i think the people that do listen to Last from the past are like really intertwined and really supportive and love the show so if we can come up with like a couple of funny shirts to help keep it going and all that, I think uh, I think we should. So if you have any ideas, you're no senator. I, I thought it'd be funny, but like, you know, it's such a fucking deep web inside joke. Sometimes those are funny shirts because, you know, if you ever run into someone who gets it, then it's like, damn, you guys got to make out or something. You ever read biographies or anything nonfiction? Yeah, man, I'm actually I'm actually like. You know, I went through a huge literature phase after college where I read, you know, Steinbeck, Bukowski, Fonte, um, Hemingway, and all those, like, you know, classic literature. And I, it was a huge phase. And then I did the Rome de Clef, uh Roman, Roman de Clef, what, Roman de Clef, whatever. We talked about that a while ago, where I read a lot of those. And I read a lot of, like, up and coming writers who were writing in that style. Because that's what I liked. But lately, for the last year, all I can read is nonfiction. Like, I've really, I've just been crushing history books, baseball books, um, Stonewall Jackson's autobiography. So, I actually, I tried to throw a novel in recently, this book called Bear Town, and I rarely don't finish books. Uh, but I, I, I could sense where it was going, and it was going to be something I didn't want to immerse myself in because it was like, I think it was like, you know, something terrible happening to a little girl and i didn't want i just could like sense the foreshadowing and i was like oh i don't know if i'm ready for this so um i don't know if that answers your question but right now i'm stuck on on nonfiction history books like i'm reading this book about wild bill i also have no time to read so it's very hard because i also love tv shows and 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 tv series a lot but yeah you'll probably hear another wild bill story next week because whatever book I'm reading at the time, I'll probably just use if I read it and then I want to share it because I think it's interesting. So that's something that will happen. Um, let's see. I can go to Facebook because I never have had this open. Jeremiah Williams says, hey, John Boy, I love the videos. I'm not even a baseball fan, but you are showing me the love of the game. That's cool. That's really cool whenever people say that. I mean, you know, in a sense, they're not always baseball videos. They're just kind of human videos and uh Breaking down, like, human interactions, really. Like, Joe S. and Burley. I mean, last right? Um, Corked bats, did they really make a difference? Probably. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, right? If it's not worth the risk, I don't think they'd do it. So, I'm sure someone can very easily run a scientific test on that as well. Like, there has to be a corked bat scientific test done. You know, we had X-Player swing 10 batting cracker swings with a regular bat and 10 with a corked bat. And this is what we found. Has to be. Has to exist. All right. Um, I think I'm going to bounce out. This seems like it was a longer one than usual. 50 minutes. Holy shit. When I started this, I said that I was going to keep them under 10. My bad. It's supposed to be Uh, uh, a quick 10 minute morning show as I drank my coffee but you know I like interacting with the chat and we like going down some wormholes so longer show it was I guess here's King here's Kings of Leon have a good weekend enjoy your Friday I'll be back on Monday follow the Twitter and follow the Instagram and and throw down some suggestions and and maybe we'll start doing like you know uh, suggestion Friday or something like that because I do like the randomness of the other ones but All right. Love you guys. See ya. Have a good one. RGB.